0: Hey, I'm Amy and I'm Anita and, and we're are sisters for the next 15 minutes. We promise four things wisdom Real life experiences some of what not to do and lots of laughs We aren't
1: experts and we can't write a prescription, but we've lived a whole lot of life together We've been married a combined total of 46 years to our spouses raised four amazing young men and one feisty girl help we love podcasts, but we couldn't find one for our season of life, so we decided to start one. You
0: are listening to the Hot Flash Podcast. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, I'm just going to get straight to the point. I am 100% fangirling right now, and my insides are like, are like jumping things. <laughs> Mine are as
1: well, because that laughter you hear, friends, is the amazing Lee Bergen with... Faster way to fat loss, who is a head
2: trainer. Oh my gosh. Hi, Lee. How are you guys doing? Y'all are cracking me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) We are cracking ourselves up, actually.
0: (laughs) You are so kind to join us. Thank you.
2: Yes. honor absolutely you guys are so amazing to be able to offer such a great resource to so many people and so much of what we do is literally in our earbuds and um just to be able to connect with you guys is really so i am grateful for you guys to have me on as a guest
1: thank you well i just want to tell people if they are not familiar with the faster way to fat loss and yourself You should be, first of all. And secondly, (laughs) I'm just going to tell them a little bit about you, Lee. Um, Lee is the lead trainer for The Faster Way to Fat Loss. With almost 20 years experience as a certified personal trainer, you are passionate about educating men and women through personalized nutrition and exercise to help empower them to live their best lives with energy and intention. Um, Lee's a former high school teacher and cheerleading coach, mom of two teenagers. I think you have a boy and a girl. Yes. Yes. Oh. And you own a boutique gym in Galveston, Texas with your husband. She has over 10 certifications, starting with Thai Bo through Playa, Playa Yoga to yeah. kettlebells, nutritional certifications, and functioning functional range conditioning. So you guys are getting quite the expert today
0: yes you are quite you're
2: <laughs> so the expert. excited to
1: have you lee thank you well we uh, so our podcast and we kind of told you a little bit about this is we specifically it's it's for women over 40 and those who will be one day so basically well, any woman, every woman. <laughs> it's for every woman <laughs> but we just want to know like where did your passion for health come from
2: Oh, my gosh. Okay. I I am like so honest. I'm honest to a fault. Um, my passion for health. I don't know if it was actually my passion for health that came first. I think it was my passion for performance. So I was not very athletic growing up. My parents put me on teams of things, but I wasn't very good at anything. I was born with two pigeon toes, and I had to have my legs broken and wore a brace. And wow is <sighs> an old that were co- – I'm legally blind, yeah. And um, so I was just kind of a zoo. My parents got divorced twice to each other growing up, so I was raised kind of by my grandma. And then my parents got back together when I was like 11, then had my sister. I always say I was raised by Ozzy Osborne, and my sister was raised by Ozzy and Harriet. So they, they, found, they found Jesus while I was like 12. I was like, really? So I was – Totally like a a rebel. And I was just, I was not cool. So I did, you know, things that I thought would make me cool. You know, I I partied too much. My grades weren't good. I was just kind of a loser. (laughs) Let's just be honest in high school. And, um, I realized that it was time to go to college. And I mean, I had like a 70 average. I mean, I barely made it. and I was like, oh, crud. Now what's going to happen? How am I going to go to college? Like, what, what do I have? You know, all I can do is tell some great stories. I'm a ton of fun to be with, but I've got no skills, except I was on the dance team. And the university that I went to um, had a dance program. My grandfather was on the board there. I'm just being honest, you guys. No, we and love so, it. It's, it's so yeah, neat so to hear your story. I went to go try out and, um, you know, I did, I was talented enough to make it, but I'm not going to say that my grandfather didn't have some pool. I'm just being honest, (laughs) but I was like super. And there were, you know, a hundred girls on this team. This is in Texas. Right. So that's a lot of people. Right. And so, um, I was so mortified and petrified that I'd have to go back home and fail out that I was like, girl, you better, you better dance. You better dance. You better start reading. (laughs) So seriously. So as soon as I just applied myself, well, Yeah, had everything I needed. So I ended up, you know, my parents actually they were so happy to get rid of me. They moved to New Mexico my freshman year. They're like, you can't come home. Like literally, can't. (laughs) So they. They moved away, and I just really was addicted to performance. Like, I wanted to be, I wanted to have energy. I was an officer in that dance team. I had a, you know, 3.7 by the time I graduated. I was in all kinds of clubs, all kinds of everything, and I needed to have energy. So, dieting was not ever a thing that I really paid attention to. I just, I just needed fuel, right? And so, right. But I, graduated I wanted to be a high school teacher because I was like how did no one see me you know because I had a bow in my hair and I was on the like I was you know like why didn't any teacher notice that I was not applying myself like nobody they just pushed me through and I was so sad so I wanted to be a high school teacher and save all the kids I was like let me give me give me the junior who is is pretending to pass and let me get my hands on him so that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to do is teach so when I um when I was like 23 oh gosh you guys I'm talking so much nice. I was like, great I, I, um, I got my first job as, as a high school teacher, met my first husband, and then I found Jesus. Then I became a Christian. God was like, You're not going to love him until you love me first. And I was like, Well, this is very inconvenient. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
0: that is I, not easy.
2: <laughs> no, I mean I was like, I have to listen, like I can't, like I'm done. So I had to write a bunch of wrongs and now that I knew that I had the skill set to function as an adult, I needed to have the spirit and mind to do it as well. Mm-hmm. So um when I started to teach these kids, I I just I just I got really curious about stuff and being around cheerleaders you know who were dieting and who were doing these things and you know I was like well okay I've already I was a runner and I was like I just need I need more information so I got real curious and you know I always laugh because I started tracking macros I remember OJ Simpson interrupting my friend's episode on my VHS (laughs) (laughs) that was
1: like in 1993 wasn't it or 94
2: exactly yes yes that's how i was so curious about about this stuff then now i taught history i literally taught like storytelling and, and and art you know i like to i like to express myself and tell stories so um so that's when i started to kind of count macros and do some research and i started to lift weights it was new nobody nobody was doing this in 1996 by this time yeah and so i started lifting weights and my body responds. everybody knew to weight their body responds quick right and it's and, and it's hard for people to understand that you got to stick with it. But my, um, fiance at that time was like, Ooh, you're getting big. You need to stop. And I thought, Oh, remember God told me I was going to love him. So I'm going to do exactly what he says. So I stopped lifting weights and just continued to run, but it really kept curious, you know, stayed really curious about nutrition and how much protein I should have and, you know, different supplements and just kind of kept that curiosity, which paid off later. So later when I stopped teaching high school to become a stay at home mom, um, I literally was home for a few years. I had the kids way right back to back. I think my son was hiding in there the whole time. That's how fast. His birthday tomorrow. He'll be 17. his oh, um, so birthday's tomorrow? I was sat there going, okay, um, how am I going to – to? I need to do something. So I went out to California and got certified with Billy Blanks because Tybo was literally just dancing sweat, right? Totally I totally like, remember
1: I that. We did our we t- share yeah. of Tybo.
2: So I went out there, trained with him and I ended up training with him for four years. And I taught, I taught because I wanted to teach. So I taught, literally, I taught Tybo to one woman for $5. Okay. My babysitter cost 15. No. I taught- <laughs> That's dedicationly. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep, you know, just keep practicing literally one woman for six months. My babysitter costs 15. Um, and then, and then I just started, then I got a divorce. I recognized a long time ago that when he told me not to lift weights, I probably should have pay attention. So I had, I needed to find a job. Now I've got two kids that are five and six years old and I've got no job really. Cause the $5 wasn't going to do it. And, <laughs> uh, and we had a bad hurricane. Oh, it was a mess. So I went to the gym that I, I went to the gym where I used to work and I talked to the owner and I was like, do, do you, should I, can I teach classes? And he's like, why don't you become a personal trainer? I was like, okay. So I got my training certification and then I just started lifting. I was like, you know what? I was so emotionally weak from the divorce and I wasn't mm-hmm. running anymore. I ran marathons, triathlons, all that stuff. And I was like, I was, and I always say, I was like forest. I was just done. So I started to lift weights. I was like, let's see how much I can, how, how strong can I get physically if emotionally I'm so weak? And I did. I just sat there and just kept lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting and lifting and, lifting and that's kind of how it started, but I knew that I needed fuel to lift. I wasn't going to get stronger if I didn't eat more and I could care less what my body did. I was like, whatever, if I, if I grow, you know, to 500 pounds, I don't care. I need to pick up heavy stuff because I couldn't articulate why I was so weak. Mm-hmm. And so I just kept putting into practice what my training certification was saying and what I should be doing. And I just kept lifting and eating and lifting and eating. And that's kind of how it started. Wow. Gosh.
1: That was an amazing, I mean, it's so interesting, neat to hear where you, where you come from and yeah. what drives you to do what you're doing
0: today. Yeah. Oh. You've had that teacher inside of you. It sounds like that
2: was just kind of one of the ways that, that you were
0: knit together. Is-
2: totally. And, and, you know, it's always the people who, you know, as a teacher, it's way more than the subject, you know, you're teaching the, the yes. person. Yes. How do you? each the person and you know the struggling teenager is what i wanted to address because that was the closest to me now it's the struggling woman that yes. i and, and that i want to address i was there i know what it's like but you know you compound age i'll be 49 you know next year you compound age with you know your experience and what you remember and you know if so if you was someone you know 20 years ago was paying attention to their diet. They don't know the new research. They're going back to that habit. But 20 years ago, their body responded differently. Exactly. You know, when I first weights, I grew and, you know, now it's really hard to put on muscle. It's, it's very, very interesting. So constantly a learner as well.
0: Yes. So, and I think that is a fantastic segue into what would be your maybe top you know five health tips I don't even know if that's the proper yeah. terminology for yeah. women who are over 40 because you're yeah. right like I remember for me it was when I turned 40 um i I didn't see like a drop in my metabolism, but once I hit like 45, it was like I literally had no metabolism. And yeah. so that was when I, I and I'm also, I always tell people I'm kind of slow to the party. So for me, I didn't realize that my metabolism had slowed and I needed to adjust the what I was eating and be sure that I was drinking water. And I'm just now really learning about protein and the importance of adding that in my diet and all the things. So what what would you tell, um, our audience of the majority of women over 40, like what are these health tips they need to be sure that they are getting in?
2: Right. And, you know, identifying the health tips, um, and I love how you are having a hard time kind of identifying what it is that you're asking, because, you know, there are certain things I can tell people to do to get healthy. There are certain things I can do to tell, you know, or I can say to tell people to, you know. Uh, p- can get well, but but none of it matters if the application isn't there. Uh, so, preaching the preach. seriously, like if if I was starting with a woman who, you know, was four. Like if I could re redo everything and start with a woman who was like forty back when I trained one-on-one clients, I mean, I had a dream about one last night. Like I was with this woman for 10 years, right? Every single Tuesday and Thursday at eight o'clock for 10 years, I mean, (laughs) way more for your high school kid, right? Or a semester. So, um, I would say we're gonna, we're not going to train for a year. We're going to work on your mind for a year. Yes. I would literally -hmm. Yeah. Well, I was just
1: gonna say, I'm so I'm a Faster Way coach, um, which is amazing, and love the Faster Way. But that is literally where we have to start with with Mm -hmm. everybody. Really, it's your Mm -hmm. mindset. It's so much Mm -hmm. more
2: than just the physical. Right, and you, it's hard to communicate that when we're you know, inundated with images everywhere. You know, I remember when I was growing up, the only place that I had to really worry was the checkout line at the grocery store because that's where the magazines were. Well, your magazine is in your hand all day long. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Through that all day. And so you know, I, I would literally say, let's work on your mind. And we would go through... you know, And that woman that I dreamed about last night, she was so insecure. And I remember when she turned 50... You know, she was just like, oh, she was just always so insecure. So I made her a list of 50 words for her to use to ident- that I identified with her so that every single week she could put that word into action for 50, 50 weeks, right? You wow. know, we're going to off. But like that kind of thing, like here are the words that I see in you to describe you. Let's apply those words and just live out what other people see versus that negative self-talk. Let's live it out and actually practice some self-love first. Once the self-love becomes a habit, then the application of other strategies are not hard because you're not fighting negative self-talk. So for number one, I would get, you know, your your head on straight for a year. I don't care what you eat or what you do. Let's just talk about positive things. Then the second year, literally, we're not even lifting weights yet. Second year, we're just going to clean up your food and we're going to work on, you know, having success for more days than not. So if I give you a 40 calendar day or excuse me, a 40 calendar, 40 day calendar, how long is it going to take you to get 30 days of adherence in, which just means whole food just end up you don't know how rare it is for someone to get 30 days of adherence in 40 days i They'll do like, i do
0: know how rare it is
2: because i am not right. been able to yeah. do it yet yeah so even you know so so when people say okay just five out of seven days i'm like well you know if you're consistently doing five out of seven days you know gosh two times Two times fifty-two. That's a lot of days you didn't get done, right? So I think it's a bigger picture. I think progress over perfection is key. However, you've got to be tracking your progress. So I would be, I would get out the calendar year and I'd say, okay, now we know that you love yourself. So out of three hundred and sixty-five days, how many days can we string together of right food? Okay, let's just try that. See how many we can get in a row, right? Right. And that. Then the great. And just now at this point, I'd have people walk and move, just kind of get up and do something every single day. And then the next year, now you got those two things done. Now let's build you a body. So, and who cares what the body looks like? Let's build you strength. Let's build you structural integrity. Let's stop worrying about the outcome of what you're going to look like. And let's worry about the what it takes for the practice for you to be strong. And literally, if I would have been worried about what my body looked like back then, I don't know if I would have been able to do what I did. I mean, I gained almost 20 pounds you know I went up three dress sizes if I would have known that was my outcome I would have been like no way right. but I different it's a different body of three you know of dress sizes bigger it's a different body and again you know just stop stop looking and let's just start practicing
1: and I think one of the things that like just pops in my head when you're talking about this is it's a long-term game. We're it not is. talking about so mm-hmm. so many people and as a coach I see this day in and day out and Amy and I actually talked about it on our last podcast was where mm-hmm. people want to see instant results because we live in an instant world. You get everything at your fingertips all the mm-hmm. time. And this is not an instant game. This is a long-term journey that never
2: ends. Right. And when people find me, you're exactly right. And when people find immediate results, you know, unfortunately, marketing says 21 days, six weeks, 90 days, you know, all these, these, these numbers imply these limits, meaning that finished after that, you know, in six weeks with the faster way you as a coach, I always tell people like that's, that's. You just got, you're just starting. Just getting, like, yeah. Yeah literally just read the syllabus yeah. like we haven't started yet. So, so, and we see before and afters and transformations, but what people don't see is the before and after and the after and the after and the after. And so the before and after a lot of times implies that we're done and we're not done. And I think that that's the messaging that needs to change because if I would have worked with that woman that I saw every single year for 10 years or every single week for 10 years, if we would have started with that three year model at the beginning, should have had completely different results in four years than she did mm. after ten.
1: That is so so. True. And in
2: time, by right, I'm like well, now she's sixty. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think too, like just people grasping on to it's the long term game of it, which is so yeah. so hard for people to understand. And that's yeah. it goes back to the mindset that you're talking yeah. about in that first year.
2: Yeah, and what you're doing right now by having these conversations allow us to keep saying it over and over and over again you know and just to keep to keep hearing about you know how nice is it to have hospitality in your life and a warm welcome like just some gratitude for you being in the room you know that uplifting conversation you know the the conversation that you are welcome you are loved you are you know and especially if we are in relationships that are not fulfilling you know i guarantee my kids don't like me you know what I mean like you're (laughs) You're you know all my pets die. you know it's not like you really have and that's the other thing too I think a lot of people when they're looking for this kind of result that they're gonna when they when they emerge their head after whatever their time limit is they're like oh great now my husband loves me more I have more money I have more all that stuff doesn't happen with it right right Right. oh that's the other thing too
0: that was That's so, so good. good.
1: <laughs> we said that in unison. <laughs> we
0: do that sometimes. <laughs> so you talked a lot about practicality, which is one of the things that I love because you're right. If you do not know how to practically apply knowledge, then it's mm-hmm. it's not gonna help you. So mm-hmm. if we were to take the knowledge that you have we actually wrote down several questions okay um that is that is specifically health and really a lot of it is eating related yeah. because i feel like that's where i struggle the most yeah. Um, yeah. and i wanted to kind of pick your brain the most so can i kind of like do a little a little Get in firing there. of questions Get in yes. okay so what is your favorite go-to snack
2: you're going to hate this answer.
0: Are you going to say protein? Because I feel like you're going to say like you're chewing on protein or something.
2: I'm going to say the this is for me personally, okay? I don't snack. Snack. Oh, really? Wow. snack? They put me over. Oh my I've
1: gosh.
2: Okay. 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 This is so
1: funny, Lee, because like my mind is blown right now. Mine is too. Because like you see, even in tracking, like it's always like meal, snack, meal, snack, meal. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I gotta have a snack. <laughs> and, you,
2: and you okay, here's my hack for that. Now now every question you ask me, I'm also gonna give you a hack. Okay. I log I log all my food as one meal.
0: <gasps> really? I, my mind
2: is
1: blown again.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you
2: pre-log, um, or sometimes, do you, okay? Like, some it just depends. I eat a lot of the. It just sometimes it depends okay. on where. Yeah, sometimes.
1: This is one of the things that I have to say that you have done for me over and over and over again, Lee, and I am so appreciative of it because I'm a rule follower by nature. I. I, if there is a rule, I will follow it because that is who I am. And I,
0: I will break it. Amy I will, will be break it. quiet about it. I are breaking it. I breaking it.
1: But yeah, I won't it. tell anyone. <laughs> Amy will just very quietly not follow the rules. I'll I, go I'm a rule follower. So again and again, we, so in the faster way as a coach, you get the opportunity to listen to Lee over and over again, which is amazing. But one day you said something that like blew my mind because – In the faster way, we also have our VIP groups, which are Mm -hmm. where our new clients go after the six weeks to continue on the journey that we're talking about. And there was a certain way that we were doing it. And in that, you were like, guys, you don't have to do it that way. You can do it with however it works for your people and for Mm -hmm. yourself. And I was like, what? what mind blown. <laughs> and so now I'm like over here going, I could literally track all my food in one meal yeah. <laughs> rather <Yeah>. than <laughs> a whole day because I'm such a stinking rule follower. Well, I do that too.
2: That's And it, it work it works for many people, okay? Some people right. can't you know, eat the amount of volume that I can and but I'm also I'm in a hurry a lot. And, you know, de- now during the weekend, it's a different, it's a different conversation in regards to snacking. Um, but, but like throughout the week, if, if I'm real robotic with it, it takes kind of my questions out, you know, I don't have to go, yes. well, what do I do? you know what do I do. Yes. I love that. So what does so a day if, in- if it a snack, if it is a snack, I have dried edamame um mm-hmm. and uh, Ostrom uh, jerky jerky sticks in my desk in case I get too bit like if if my lunch is coming and I'm starving and I can't leave my desk like right. I have that to hold me over. So a hold me over snack is different than a planned snack. So snack. it's dried edamame and jerky. There you okay. go. Okay. Okay. So
1: what does it and and because you are so strong and and we like you have to see a picture of Lee, which we will have, but her shoulders and, and arms are the most magnificently chiseled, (laughs) uh, beautifulness, which is why we all fangirl. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Hashtag goals for sure. (laughs) Hashtag 14 years from now. (laughs) Amy's giving herself some time, but like, what does a day in the life of you eating? Cause you require a lot of protein. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. do what do you eat like a typical day in the life of?
2: Okay, so um, this morning, I had leftover chicken breast and egg whites and eggs this okay. morning. Okay, okay. Then, yeah, with some broccoli. Then I will have here in a little bit some, um, I've got some chicken sausage. Okay, so here's how it looks. Here's how it looks. Let me give you a bigger picture. Again, okay. here's my hand. So again, protein is my priority because I do have between 150 to 200 grams a day. Wow. All right. That blows yeah. my mind. But again, <laughs> ever, the stronger I got, the more I required. When I started tracking, I was starting, you know, 90, 90 grams of protein and, You know, I could deadlift 45 pounds. Well, now I can deadlift 225 and I've got, you know, this much protein. So it's a very slow growing process. So, um, so what I do is I'll buy three or four different kinds of meat. Like I'll buy 16 ounces of salmon, 16 ounces of lean ground turkey, 16 ounces of shrimp and 16 ounces of probably lean ground beef or some other kind of fish. Like I buy that. Okay. I literally have till the end of the week to eat it. So I, I cook it all. And if on Friday I've got some left over, then I'm skipping somewhere. So I mix and match that meat kind of where I see. So I'll cook about a bunch for the first two days of the week. Then I'll cook again usually on Wednesday okay. and then have the rest of the week. But that's how I like air quote pre-log. I buy it pre-weighed from the butcher. So I'm looking at all this food. I'm like, okay, I don't care. So like I said, I had some chicken last night. And I just had some egg white. I just put it. So I've got eggs almost every day. And then I've got that meat somewhere, dinner, lunch. I just mix it around. And then I'll have um, at least one protein shake. And it's usually kind of before I go to bed. Like it's the last, not before I go to bed, but my last meal is because I love sweets. So usually my last meal is that kind of a protein shake. I put, Yes, I put instant jello pudding in it just a little <gasps> bit. to thicken up. I know. Stop I know. it.
0: What? Stop, Stop
2: it! Would kill me. Mia would kill me. But oh my gosh, that's amazing. Sugar that's free, like a little free. Sweet sweet Jell-O. treat. Mm-hmm. That is right. brilliant.
0: So, what is the recipe for your for that
2: Jello thing that you're speaking of? Yeah, I'll just I use uh, whatever kind of almond milk or whatever okay. kind of dairy, and then I'll um, just like a I don't know a couple of three tablespoons of that, and then okay. with our that hydro beef, so it's got a little it can kind of yes. up a little it. bit too. In there and maybe a banana, um, because I don't like chocolate and fruit, so I have to have if it's chocolate, it's going to be a banana, so if it's vanilla, it'll be fruit. And the the fruit is always frozen, so I don't add ice to water it down, okay. And I just it up, I'll throw it in the freezer a little bit longer just to kind of make it thicker, and then I just kind of spoon it out.
1: That is kind (laughs) of like a milkshake in your mouth, yeah,
2: yeah, totally. And I love sweets, like I said, so I'll have that, and then somewhere in the middle of the day, and again, I don't even count it as a snack, I just I just will eat it usually in the mid-afternoon. Usually we are we do our workouts in the mid-afternoon. And so I'm like, oh, and they hear me every single day. They're like, oh, God, there's Lee walking around like I'm hungry. <laughs> like I, so I will usually have some kind of something quick, like it's quick grits or quick oatmeal. And I'll put a scoop of protein in there usually. I try to vary my protein as much as I can. So I'll do right. pea protein. In the afternoon usually, and then whey, which is dairy, but it doesn't affect me anymore. It used to weigh or hydro beef at night. So okay. meat, eggs, hydro beef, varied, varied powders. And that's kind of how I do it.
1: Okay. That is yeah. so good to know. It is. Yeah. That's I have so a, helpful. So we have a question for you
2: specific to low carb day. Do you do low carb day or do you just... Some- when I first started the faster way, maybe for the first nine months, I was coming out of a keto experiment because I love to experiment and so I can talk about it, right? So I did a keto experiment where my husband did it and he like shrink wrapped. It was super annoying. I was like, wow, look at you. You That's just like literally, a man like, in general. Oh, so I tried it and I looked like I was in my second trimester of pregnancy. I was like, this is <laughs> broken. <laughs> it's broke. We were like testing our blood. I mean, we were so into it. And I mean, I was fasting, I was 30 carbs a day for almost, almost four weeks. And oh I was like, my I didn't get into ketosis. And I was just getting madder and madder. Now <laughs> I didn't have, I mean, I was just, it just wasn't, it didn't work. So coming out of it really jacked up my body. So when I found the faster way, you know, I, I found it to kind of debunk it. But what I did was found a way out of keto. And within the first two minutes of reading the curriculum, I was like, oh, never mind. This is the only way that people are ever going to find success. The only way. Yes. because. Every- Strategy is in there. So I low carb for about nine months and it really kind of helped regulate my body and get it back to where I wanted it to be. But my body likes carbs, so my body doesn't love a lot of fat. So I um, experimented with some different ways to carb cycle because carb cycling is carb cycling, however you do it. So you know, some people do low carb for a month and then regular carb for a month and then they'll do, you know, two low carb days back to back or me now because of the amount that I move, I like to do low carb days on active recovery days. So we experimented with that in a bell curve for about, you know, last March. Yeah. Okay, and so- yeah. It works better for me. And again, the more experienced you are it physically and the more in tune with your body you are physically and the less fat that you have to lose, you know, perhaps the, that low carb isn't always the best for somebody who's never, I never did really low, low carb. You know what I mean? Until that one time that didn't mess up my whole body, but my body does want rice. So, a low, on the days that I don't need as much fuel, I will drop down to about 100 grams of carbohydrates, maybe 75 at the least, or at the, at, yeah, that's the least that I'll go for low carb, but I like to do it on active recovery. Sometimes on a Monday, like this weekend, I'm going out of town. So, probably on Monday, I'll do a low carb just to kind of shake off the, whatever I whatever trouble I get into.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. But well, and that's the beauty of the faster way. And another yeah. thing that I hear you say over and over again is it is customizable for yes. each person. It is not like a one and done. This is what you do you and the reason when you track your food in the beginning is because that gives us data to know how to move forward and what our bodies
2: like and what our bodies don't like exactly and many people do the cycle that we learn in the first six weeks for years and it's, right. it they love that consistency it works well with their body a lot of those people have been doing years of low carb so their body really likes the balance of them both but um, and, and everybody again is is completely different so that first six week format can last for a lot of people for a long time and right. so but again that practice and, and knowing kind of when to say you know what I think I'm going to maybe move my low carb days or just take low carb days out for maybe a month. I'm going on vacation. Let's see what happens, you know, but it's just being able to, to move and organize the strategies that you need at that time. Because again, we're not ever done, but right. when I pick and choose, you know, what colors I want to use in my life, then I'm doing the right thing, but I know how, right. It's not at this guessing game. I'm not yes. shooting in the dark. Yeah. I love that. I-
0: have another question real quick on on food and like prepping knowing that because I run into this sometimes is I don't want to have to do a meal for my family and a meal for myself so how can how do how does that work for you because you have two teenagers um and your husband and so do you do you just did they eat the same thing you eat or do they do you do something different for them
2: yeah, I got over that tradition. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, this this a lot of people are like I'm not I'm not a short order cook and I'm I, yeah, I am because my daughter is very sedentary. She doesn't move ever, never, never doesn't move. Like, she's like, really? I could go to the car. right? <laughs> that's <laughs> and hard. Is she 12? Is, like an athlete, like you read about, I mean, he hasn't sat still since the minute he was born. And so he, he can eat a sleeve of bagels, literally a sleeve of bagels and a dozen <sighs> eggs. And oh, that's all goodness. he wants. It boxes of cereal. I'm like, okay, whatever. As long, and he's real picky. So I just let him, you okay. know, and my, I'm like, you know, she, here's here's your broccoli, girlfriend. You know, and here's your your chicken. Like, you don't need all that food, so I have to really be careful without it making a punishment. But she likes that food too, so I'm just right. like, okay. But you know, I will have kind of the same protein around. I'm like, okay, we're having shrimp. Everyone just pick your protein and pick your sides. Gotcha. My husband he fast for 20 hours, and that. Man eats between four and five thousand calories in one sitting, it's disgusting. It's like a three hour ordeal, so that is that that is crazy, crazy. (laughs) yeah, yeah. And he's a competitive bodybuilder, you know, a former, but but that works best for his schedule. He enjoys it. He, you know, I'm not going to say this, he's not a glutton, but he loves food, so he'd rather sit there and just mow at one time, like he feels like a king when he's done, right? He loves that. I know. So that I would works. be able to move. <laughs> I know. That's, so that's kind of what I do is I'm like, okay. okay, here's the pain you guys. And again, I, I just didn't want to fight it anymore. And everyone yeah. has a different. And I think it's a tradition, like I said, also that, you know, that's what is the challenge here is we're changing in generation. All I want at mealtime is time with these people. I could care yes. less with it, if it's if I cooked it or not, you know, it's the, okay. it's the only I just want the time.
1: Absolutely. Well, I yeah. know we are we're running low on time now, but oh I wanna no, what,
2: for like
1: it's awesome. I love this. <laughs> but I did want to just touch on one thing and see your thoughts on it. So with with anything that we do that is gonna help our bodies and change, it is gonna take consistency. And that, what we what I hear again and again by lots of women is I can't do that. This is hard work. Like, so what is your, how would you motivate women to, I don't know, get outside of that scare being that it's almost like a scared mentality, like a fear of failure. And I understand that because I battle that every day of my life because I have tried every diet there has been known to man and I've happened upon the faster way, um, last year and really started implementing it and it's changed my life and we were uh-huh. talking before you came on like I mean you and Haven and Kelly and Amanda and everybody I mean you guys are like our friends we don't <laughs> even we've never yeah. even met you in person but I, we, cried, I
2: cried the first time I saw you like in real life on I, the,
1: on Zoom. I cried you know? too because you were so sweet and so encouraging and So, what would you say to the woman who thinks she can't do it?
2: This goes back to that mindset shift. At some point, we were raised with the notion that something that life will be easy one day.
0: Yeah, we
2: were with the notion that we get to retire. We were brought up again, living for the end, living for the comfort. It's never going to happen. And so we get to pick our discomfort and I would much rather see people fight for the comfort and freedom of not having to think about food and they can open their bandwidth for a hobby, for volunteer time, for education, for spending time with their friends and family, because every single woman who says this is too hard is counting calories in her head. right? And she's herself for a meal that she ate by exercising too much and she's going into a self-loathing and hiding in the closet and eating a cheeseburger and throwing it in the bathroom trash cans so no one sees in the kitchen like you know buying the food at the at the gas station and throw it out the window I've seen all these things happen and it's this shame and this guilt because we're looking for this freedom and this easy There is no easy, and I don't know how we're ever going to communicate that there is no easy. And if we just embrace the hard and go, sweet. I even wrote in the post this morning for our coaches, I said, I feel like Thanksgiving right now coming up. I'm pumped. It's like I've got, it's like I get to use my four wheel tires on my car for a mountain. Like I got the tools. I never get to use these tools. Let's go up this mountain. So I want to equip women and men to go, you know what? It's hard, and that's. Awesome. Let's go. Mm.
1: Uh, that's, I'm almost crying right now
2: because <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's
1: so <laughs> true. There's so many. And that's my heart as a coach mm-hmm. and a- Amy's heart as well with our podcast is that mm. we want to encourage women that it's never too late. Yeah. Don't play small. Do yep. the hard and yep. and push through because you're so right. We, yeah. we feel like comfortable is comfortable. It's not
0: hard. Right.
2: And so... And the- yeah, is for the first five minutes I'm in my bed, and then the rest is a shit show. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no worries.
1: <laughs> it's so true though, and and I think that what you said is it was just beautifully said oh. because um, I've been that woman in the car. Like mm. I, it's gonna make me emotional because. <laughs> My whole life has been a story of dieting Mm -hmm. up and down Mm -hmm. and the faster ways change that. And you, the first time we talked in person, you told me, don't say, look how much more I have to go. Like, Mm -hmm. say, look how far I've come. Yes. And that was like mind blowing for me again, Mm -hmm. because I just want every woman to know and man, because I mean, we all struggle that it's mm-hmm. never too late. Like don't give up on yourself and know that it's going to take hard work, but you have people in your corner that are rooting you on and um, yeah. you do that so well, Lee. And yeah, oh. I just, I just love you. I just love I you, just
2: you. Lee. Love you. I, know. I can't do any of this without you. So you guys lift me up. I look forward to seeing you on Instagram. I look forward to, to connecting with you. Your face is just so glowing all the time. I love it. And it was so such a pleasure to be able to talk with both of you and, you know, that's it. If we're not here with each other, for each other, changing the vocabulary, changing the conversation, then we're never going to grow as a society really. (laughs) So um, so I just adore you guys so much and I thank you for your time and allowing me to be on here.
1: Well, hold on, don't hang up on us yet, but Amy's going to take us out um, (laughs) and just talk about, well, I can, I'll do it. So we are going to put Lee's information for her Instagram and for her Facebook page. We're going to have that in our show notes. Um, Mm -hmm. And follow us on Instagram at thehfpc.com. That's thehfpc.com. And we would love for you to subscribe to our podcast as well as um, give us a review. And again, Lee Bergen, we love you thank and you. so so honored to have these um, this time with you. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you, you guys. I'll talk to y'all later.